Welcome to the PWK Podcast. It is I'm Mike Jack coming at you with another dope, dope episode. We have something real, real special for you. But before we get started, I can't do it without my main homie, one of my co-hosts, coming straight from Bastrop, Louisiana, Mr. Guiders and Instructions, DJ Deuce Mario. What is going on, bro? What's going on, man? How you been? How you living? I'm I'm good, man. How are you? You you sent you kind of was hesitated right there. Oh man, we just having some audio issues over here. I can barely hear y'all niggas and shit, but it's all right. We're gonna make it work. <laughs> that is all right, bro. Like, oh, uh, we have a really special special episode. We're gonna just hop right right into it because, like, guess what? Devin's not here once again. This is the fourth time that he's missed the show. I just want y'all to know for the say that he's your favorite. He is not around, so you know what that means, Who Devin. Said that? That's what the people. That's what he said, and the people said that he's he's their favorite. He's the favorite of the group. Oh, I got. I forgot. I forgot. The answer, he's the favorite. Right. I'm the one that's scared of. That, right. He's the. But you forget. You're the Charlemagne of this this thing, and he's the Angela Yee. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's all good, Devin. We love you, man. We I, love you, brother. Not so much. Not so much over here. Okay. So okay. like. All right. We have a really, really special episode for y'all. We're going to hop right into it. But before we do anything, we are going to pay some bills. Fellas, are you tired of those cheap-ass do-rags from Walmart? Well, you're in luck. Crowners.com has everything you need to maintain that crown, kings and queens. Crowners.com has the do-rags to keep those waves nice and right. With colors like ghostly gray and blissful blue, you'll find the do-rag that's right for you. As for me, you can catch me in Ruthless Red. Once again, that's crownish.com. Yes, sir. That is crownish.com. If you want some nice, nice do-rags, they're very comfortable, and they are very good in the washing machine. Crownish.com. Go get your do-rags. I mean, you kind of like took my line. You know, I always say that they're good in the washing machine. I don't, I don't know why you're doing this today. I don't know. You, you are really on one today, bro. Today. You are on one. <laughs> I guess you got to pick up the slack Devin and left, huh? That's what you're doing, right? I mean, I guess so. I you mean, have I, to bust. I, I guess. You somebody, know has to, go, somebody has to bust my balls. I, I get it. I get it. Like, yo, it's perfectly fine. It is okay. I mean, hey, it's all good, fellas. Just make sure you go to crownish.com. And ladies, they do have bonnets as well. So please make sure when you're going to sleep, Make sure you got your head right. You feel me? Especially if you don't have like silk pillowcases. I don't know. That's, I mean, I I don't know. I I don't know. That's I thought that's what women have. Like that's why they have silk pillowcases for their hair. But anyway, don't they have silk bonnets? So kind of like don't that defeat the purpose? But if you don't have a silk bonnet, then like real talk, that's what the silk pillowcases are for. Either way, they're trying to protect their I hair. I thought they was trying to protect their hair. I'm sorry. I don't like yo. See, that shows how much I know about women and their hair anatomy and whatnot. I'm just saying, I don't know too many black women who just bare head in the pillow. I don't even know that's a word or not, but I just said. I think it's, I think there is. I think there's some women that don't want to wear hair bonnets. So, yeah, I think some that you know they believe in wearing like their hair naturally to bed. You have some women that don't sleep mm. so wild, you know? They can sleep gracefully. So they just wake up Tasman and Devilish. That's what you think? No, they wake up gracefully, like, wow. Gracefully? Yeah, you never... Have some... you seen how some of these booger bands wake up? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen? <laughs> have you seen how some of them wake up? Bruh, it looked like sheep shit and shallow ass water. That's what it looked like. It just be rough. 
just so, rough. So you every never you never had a girl morning. you never had a girl that like yo you watched her wake up and it was just like so graceful. You was like, oh my god, this is so beautiful. You never had that before. Yeah, like okay, then. yeah, yeah. See, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you was really on but some, that's rare though. You was on some creepy type stuff. You was like when she woke up, you was she was staring at you and you were staring at her. And you was like, I'll just wait until you wake up. You look so peaceful when you sleep. Ah, I just love seeing okay, you. Okay, that's kind of creepy, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of creepy, Mike. You just watching it. Yes, and the dude, way the wait, wait, whoa, whoa. You do know, it's dude. Just... Wait, wait. You do know dudes do that. <laughs> Listening. Like, you've never had a girl say, hey, let me watch you go to sleep. You yeah. Know, that's creepy. That's even more creepy. We're FaceTiming, like, hey, you go to yeah, sleep first. Yeah, it is. I, I'm not saying that it's not. It's, so what's it wrong with creepy, so? Okay, so like, been, like, what is wrong with up, me? Like Indian style in the bed, just with my arm, you know, <laughs> up against my chin, just looking at her, just like you are so lovely. <laughs> I would. I don't know about that. I I would be more like laying down, trying to be comfortable, staring at her while she sleep. I wouldn't be in like crisscross applesauce, like watching her sleep. That's very creepy. Maybe for. A couple of seconds, but then I think about it like, nigga, I'm sleepy too. So, <laughs> well, I mean, we're both waking up. I just woke up earlier, so it's not about going to sleep. Nah, okay, well, it's in that about like I, I woke up. I guess I can see that. I woke up an hour early just to watch you wake up. To me, I think gotcha. that is love. Love. I love you that much. I want to wake up an hour early to see you wake up. And an hour. An hour early, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> These are days when we ain't working. <laughs> Cause you know that those 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 early morning mornings, you know those those hours in between those mornings, and you gotta get you gotta make this money. That's what I'm trying to say. You gotta make this money. So I really don't have like what's the time span are we talking about for me just gazing at this bitch? I and mean, let's being like, damn, she look good, but shit, I gotta be at work. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, I'm just saying, what, maybe what we doing here? Like, maybe like yo, you get up at like six. You get up at six, so you can see her wake up at seven. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you know? so you want to wake up at six to look at a chick for an hour. Mm-hmm. Then get dressed and go to work. I see no problem in that, especially if she if she if she helps me get through the day. See, that's that's one of the dope things about like being in a dope relationship like that. I can do stuff like that, stuff like that, and she don't mind. I'm gonna it. give you thirty seconds. Thirty seconds? Oh wow, that's. I'm gonna give you a thirty seconds good glance. Like, whoo! I'm so glad I'm. Yeah, I'm, I'm no. married though. I'm with that. Like, no, you need an nah, hour. Get up, kind of got gotta make yeah. this money because you know she she not gonna wake up in thirty. She not gonna look all day, but she not convicted ain't ain't what to do. She not gonna wake up in thirty <laughs> seconds. Let's just be honest. She's not gonna wake up in thirty seconds. You got to give her some no, time. No, that's what I'm saying. If I wake up earlier than her, then I'm gonna just be like, oh wow, look at her. Like she's beautiful. No, you like, little, no makeup. You, like hair all over her head. You gotta let her. Like oh, thirty seconds. You gotta let. Nah, you gotta let her wake up. And you gotta let her wake up, and then like you gotta have like a theme music in the background, like it's morning. No, no, this ain't this, this ain't no Disney movie. This ain't no Disney movie. This ain't no Disney movie, dude. None, none of that is oh, going through. Man. Okay, let's just play your scenario out, right? Let's say you you doing all this gazing, and then like birds coming in the window and shit, and they perching on your shoulder, and and you know there's a ray of sunshine coming in and hitting her face. How you know she ain't gonna wake up and be like, ugh, nigga, what the fuck are you looking at? 
I didn't even know she ain't gonna do that. Cause, cause I love is real. Like that's my soulmate. I love is real, sir. But you like hood chicks. Okay, in your point, you can be, find your soulmate with a hood chick. Like, yo, she can hood do all this stuff. Don't wake up and be like, nigga, uh, um, you he don't, was staring you don't, at me for an hour. No, they, yes, they wake the, up ready to swing. No, those. <laughs> see, you talking about the rough and rough and rugged ones. I'm talking about the rough ones, but yet they're sweet ones. Yeah, they make those. You know, so like, yo, don't. At what store? Don't crush my dreams, Mario. Don't crush mine. I'm not crushing your dreams, Mike. I moving, swear I'm not, moving I'm not on. crushing your dreams. Moving, I'm just speaking from moving a realistic place. on. Moving on. Because it seems like it's everybody kick Mike in the nuts week. That's what it sounds like. It is not kick Mike in the nuts It sounds like it's no. kick Mike in the nuts week. I didn't say day. I said week. So moving mm-hmm. on, you're just messing up my joy because I'm so happy because, like, we got two special, special guests here to help us, like, close this whole Man, series that we've done on finding love and dating in 2021. Coming straight yes, from sir. coming straight from Beaumont, Texas, we have Paul Willens. He was a Grambling State graduate with, at Grambling State University where everybody is somebody. He was a drum major, a and he was a member at Grambling State University World Fame Band. And then we have his, his how would you pronounce, how would you say it, Mario, his his better half? Yeah, let me go say that. Beyonce. Yeah. Well, we was going to get to that, damn it. Let me get to that. Well, you, said you didn't lead into nothing about first what of it all, was supposed to first be. Of all, like first that. of all, that's I just said that is a proper title. But then that's because like people don't know. People don't know. See what I'm saying? Well, they know now. But well, well, thanks for letting the cat out the bag, that damn it. Hey, man. And, and then <laughs> how am I letting the cat out the bag when we been said, okay, we're going to bring a couple in. And we've been saying this on the podcast for the last. We're gonna few bring weeks. a couple in, but they didn't know they didn't know they were engaged. We're gonna bring a couple in because, and because we just want everybody to know how it is being in a relationship. You know, you, I just happen to say that they are about to get married. You know, Paul Willis is AKA Dark Web in this bitch. And nobody knows what's going on. So no, nobody knows that he's engaged. Damn, shit. <laughs> Well, you know what? Well, you know what? They know now. They know now. <laughs> I am not going to be ashamed of love. Because that's one thing you're trying to make me do, Mike. I'm not I trying to make, make you me be ashamed I'm not of trying love. to make you ashamed of love. I'm not but trying to make I'm you ashamed of love. I'm not going to be ashamed of love. And they're not ashamed you just, of theirs. You just messed up, like, the total introduction. <laughs> that's what you've done. That's what you're doing right no, now. I did, I did not mess it up. Actually, As, I think can, I made it Can better. I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Of course. But I did make it better. And also, we have our frat sister coming from New Orleans, Louisiana, now residing My in Houston, love. Texas. Bruh, don't interrupt me. Could you not do that? I'm just saying, like, she's my club. I don't. Okay, see, I, I see. This. Okay. Whew. Whew. She is a <laughs> member of Sigma Alpha Yoda. She was a member of the, the cheerleading Gremlin State. Infamous cheerleading squad, uh, coached by the infamous Terry Lilly. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for Paul and Trees. Let's give them a hand, everybody. What's up, yo? Y'all are crazy, first and foremost. Like, hi, man. Um, this is every day. Yeah, I was dying laughing. Yeah, we were both dying laughing the whole time. Y'all were talking. <laughs> so, uh, it's cool. Hey, you know, I'm gonna. 
I'm going to claim Beaumont, Texas. Like, I definitely spent a lot of my time there. I, I will say that. But I've been other places, too. I wasn't born there, but I guess by now I have to claim it. I didn't spend enough time there, so. Okay, bro. I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to live my truth with that, I guess. You know what I'm saying? I'm, <laughs> Paul, I'm sorry. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Paul has. Paul no, is, I'm by way Paul is by way New York, by way Los Angeles. <laughs> By the way, Barbados. Any, any, <laughs> did I did I miss out anything else? Anything else that I miss out? San Diego, Oceanside, San Diego see, County. See, see, yeah, he's a born there, moved moved to New York, and lived in Beaumont. But like I said, Beaumont's been my home, or yeah. it was my home for majority of my years. So yeah, I gotta claim it. It's a part of me. When when you got on, the, I, you know, I love my people from there. The city, eh. But the people love those love my my people and the relationships that I've been able to to create living there and going to school there. I love I love all of that forever. So awesome. I, I gotta get back. Oh awesome. Awesome. And then we have Trees from like New Orleans, the big easy. Trees, how are you doing? How are you doing this evening? I'm great. I mean I'm tired, but you know, I'm I'm making it. Ain't gonna complain. Don't make no sense in complaining because ain't nobody gonna listen. That's not true. People listen. I mean, listen. I, mean I don't Nothing. think I don't know if they're gonna be able to do anything, but they'll listen. Some <laughs> may listen. Some may listen, but they ain't gonna be nothing about it. So yeah, see, like, yeah. But we just want to thank y'all for being on the show. Let me explain to y'all why we Most definitely. Let me explain to the audience why we brought y'all on the show. We've been knowing Trees and Paul for a very, very long time. Um such a long time at one time i was like the honorary like fourth member of their household when they was in school i was like i was there 24 7 like i don't even consider them like people say stuff like oh they're like family no they are family so like and the, the real the real reason why i picked them they've been together for such a long long time and i know there's like a lot of wisdom and a lot of knowledge and a lot of people uh say black relationships aren't what it do these days and it's not it's not the going thing and i want to bring them on the show to show them that like it is it can work and it takes a lot of hard work to do it so i guess the first thing that we'll go off with and any one of y'all can start off first however y'all want to start it how did you all meet i don't know who, uh, how you want to how you want to start that you, you want to start that i'll, I'll start um, first of all, let me let me preface this right because I always find this question very funny because like it always seems like the one one doesn't always picture or remember the first time they met the same like it's always like no nah, that ain't how it went right but no no so like it's always interesting to see how this question where and I, it's never been asked to us before so I'm just curious to see how this is gonna go. <laughs> I'm really uh, but go ahead, let's see. Okay, no pressure. <laughs> right. Um uh, but I from my perspective, uh since coming into FAI, follow seven, uh shout out to the LS's follow seven Ooh, in the new chapter. We had one of her last uh, sisters on the show, by the way, Monica. <laughs> Front door, that's my girl. Um <laughs> But yeah, since coming into the the sister organization, 
to find me off of, uh, that just kind of like opened our window or our door of opportunity. Uh, so, I mean, just little conversations, text messages here and there, trailer parties. Don't know about the trailer parties. I'm going to the trailer parties. Don't do that. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Let's bring it. I did some. Oh, I did some real embarrassing stuff. Boy, so embarrassing. I mean, we ended up exchanging numbers, conversing through text, and then living situations changed. Uh, Kalita Station was the, the new hot spot. Uh, I was supposed to move into that apartment complex and PJ was already there and I was like, oh, well, once I get over here, we're going to have to host a party together, yada, yada, yada. Like, it was still all real platonic. Like, it wasn't like on no relationship type stuff. Mm-hmm. But that that conversation that happened is what kind of rolled everything for us. That just kind of gave us the push to keep the communication open and then hell, keep the rest is history. <laughs> right, right, right. First, actually, I don't even know how y'all, I don't, I've never asked y'all that before. Like, yo, one day we just looked up and y'all were together and we was like, I'm cool with that. That is perfectly all right. <laughs> I am fine yeah, with yeah. that. That is all right. Yeah, because me and Paul are lying, brother. And I just looked up one day and I saw Al Tree at his apartment at Collegiate Station just randomly one day. And she was like, hey, club. I was like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> what is going on? Hey, all right. And then, you know, like, no I'm lie. No I'm lie. You, 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 hear, you hear rumors about it amongst the Fred brothers and Fred sisters. Hey, did y'all know Paul and Teresa's talking? No, we didn't know Paul and Teresa's talking. You lying. And then when you see it, you be like, oh, snap. I ain't mad at that, though. That is all right. So, like, right. like I ain't mad at it. Right, right, right. So, I guess I guess the next question is, um, you know, you and all, you all been been in a relationship. I know we was talking before that you've been in a relationship for like ten plus years, correct? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be actually twelve years on the sixth of next month. Wow. And and for all of those, let me say this too, because I'll be like I'll be liking to to have to you know uh, I don't. I like to make a statement with this, and I, I heard it for the first time. Um, we were we had a meeting at work last week, and it, they had like a panel, and um, oh, phone drop. But uh, they had a panel, and it was basically everybody. Um, everybody on the panel was in a relationship, right? And then there was this one lady who was in a relationship, and she said that she had. I think she was recently married within maybe the next the last five years or so but she said that she had been in a relationship with a significant other for like 10 plus years mm-hmm. and she's like you know what say that because I believe I deserve credit for that too and I'm like I feel the same I'm like you know what I feel the same way because people be like how long have you been married and like if you say two years you be like oh well you just getting started right and right I, right 
we've been together like that. We get credit for that. Like the same thing. Oh, yeah, most definitely. After you walk down the aisle, put rings on each other's fingers, and then promise forever. Like, we've been already in that realm for all this time. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've been committed to one another for a very long time. We've we've been um, in a relationship with each other for a very long time. So, yeah, but so it's, it's 12 years in... June, right? So June sixth of next month. I mean, June sixth is going to be twelve years plus. So, um, and we need to get credit for all of that. <laughs> you that's know, what's up, that's, like, that's that. what's up. Like that's beautiful to see. You know, and knowing y'all as long as we have been knowing y'all, it's it's great to see that y'all were able to. Not to say that you all didn't have like ups and downs. Of course, that comes within the relationship. You know, but to see that you all were able to you know, work through those things. You can, you're continuously working, <clears throat> excuse me, through those things. It's just great to see that, especially far as black couples, because there's a lot of single people out here who are looking and searching for the uh, qualities that you all have. If there's any thing that you could say that far as your growth, far as individuals, while you've been in this relationship, can you please talk about some of those things that helped you grow individually while y'all was together? Uh, things that help me grow individually. Um, and I think that for me, personally speaking, um, I think the biggest, the biggest thing about being in a relationship with somebody else is understanding that your perspective or the things that matter most to you may not always be the same be viewed the same way. Like you have to, like when you, when you're accustomed to only caring about yourself and the things that matter most to you and not really having to worry about how they affect somebody else. Like, I think that's the biggest change in a relationship when you're in one is like, you know what? I now have to think about how this affects my significant other. And I need to make sure that the decisions that I make, and the steps that I take are ones that won't um, disrespect the other person. It won't make them feel belittled, right, or, or, or worse, or, you know, put them in a situation to where, like, dang, like, you know, you have to be, you have to be considerate. Like, you don't want to come off um, inconsiderate of, of, of their feelings. So, like, I think one of the right. things, the thing that, mattered the most to me or the thing that I learned the most about myself being in a relationship with Patrice is that um, I had to, I had to make sure that I was able to think outside of myself and, and make sure that the decisions that I make and the things that I did um, were, were respectful and in the best interest of us and not just myself. So, okay. Yeah. That, I think that was probably the biggest thing as a whole that I, that I learned have been in a relationship as it, it's funny because I mean, it, it's something that I learned as an individual, but it still mattered to the relationship. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a thing that I learned on my own for myself. It was a thing that I learned on my own for us. Yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. Before we, yeah, I, I want to I, kind I, of piggyback off of that. I mm-hmm. think that learning aspect it went both ways. Like he 
was learning it as an individual to go towards the relationship, but I fed off of that energy as well. Okay. Um, for me, it helped, it helped me to know that uh, you can't lose yourself in a relationship. Like you, ha- you still have to stay true to yourself, but still being true to yourself and taking that other person's thoughts, feelings, beliefs, taking that all into consideration. It is just like a big mashup of like a gumbo or a jambalaya. You know, I have to, right. have to, re- have to reference my, my New Orleans, my New Orleans stuff, you know. It's all good. <laughs> but yeah, you have to, you have to just mash all of that stuff together. And when you do it, if it's genuine and if it's true, you come up with some, with some good stuff. You know what I'm saying? But the biggest thing for me was staying true to myself, but still making sure that I included PJ in things that were going on, thought processes and things like that. Cause there was a point in time in our relationship where it, that was not the case. And I'm sure we'll, we'll dive into some aspects of that at one point in time in this, uh, in this show, but right, yeah, right, I struggled right. with that. I struggled with it for a, a minute, but, uh, just feeding off of him and him helping me to realize things, it turned out to be a beautiful thing. And we That's are, we're living proof that it can be done. It's hard work. It's dedication. Like right. you, you have to want it. Like it's just not going to fall in your lap. Like you, you have to do the work. Yeah, and I and I quickly and I I used to think like <clears throat> that wasn't the case, right? I re- I specifically remember having a conversation when I was um, a younger a younger young man. I was m- maybe eighteen between eighteen and twenty one, and I was like, I remember specifically having a conversation like relationships aren't supposed to be work. You know what I'm saying? Like if you really care for somebody, if you really love somebody then you guys should, it, it should, it should be pretty easy. Um, and actually being in a relationship now on, on the, on the other side of 10 years, I understand that, you know, that's, that's what we would love, right? In a perfect world is everything works right. If, if everybody agreed on everything, then maybe you could say that. But the, the reality of a relationship is, at the end of the day, it's two different people coming from two different places most times, and they're agreeing to spend and share time with one another. And there's going to be a lot of times, well, I'm going to say a lot of times, but there's going to be some times where you're not always going to meet on the same playing field, right? And then that's where the relationship begins to get tested, and that's where you really begin to understand Um your commitment and, and, and really what you signed up for. Uh, excuse my, my phone. I got notifications going on. But yeah, oh, I just wanted no. to add that. No, you're fine. You're fine. Um, We're going to take a quick break. We're going to play an ad, and we're going to come right back with our song of the week. And then what we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about some myths and some, we're going to break some myths and stuff that people have been saying about, like, women in relationships, about when, when men start dating relationships. And we want to, see y'all and get y'all opinions on it so we will be right back sounds good
Fellas, are you tired of those cheap-ass do-rags from Walmart? Well, you're in luck. Crownish.com has everything you need to maintain that crown, kings and queens. Crownish.com has the do-rags to keep those waves nice and right. With colors like ghostly gray and blissful blue, you'll find the do-rag that's right for you. As for me, you can catch me in ruthless red. Once again, that's Crownish.com. Once again, that is Crownish.com. And ladies and gentlemen, we are going to play a song of the week. We haven't done it in a while, but this is our good, good frat brother. Since we're all in this thing together, this is Michael Miles with Stay One Night. That was Michael Miles, one of our good, good Fred brothers would stay. Man, I love that song. That's an awesome song. That that's his that's, yeah, that's, shout that's, out to him, man. We really jamming your stuff. That's it right there. That's IT. He gonna go places with that. We are Definitely. back. That's a hit. Yes, yes, sir. We are back with Paul and Trees. Paul and Trees, can you hear us? Yes, yes. 
Awesome, Indeed. awesome, awesome. Much better. That is way much better. Wow. I think it was the phones. I think it was the phones. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure it was. Oh, man. You really doing it. Ooh. I mean, I mean, nah, man, nah, man. You started with me, bro. It was, it was, <laughs> you started. No, is. you started it today. Like, yo, you, you, I started today. you initiated Kick Mike's in the Nuts Day. That's what you did. No, I didn't. First, no, no first didn't. it was Devin, now you. So you're like, yo, you see how y'all just transition? No, you see how y'all y'all deuces do people? Like, yo, like real talk. Uh, I tell people I tell people all the time, like, yo, other than I used to I used to say, with the exception of trees with with the exception of trees and Mario, now I have to just say with the exception of trees, deuces ain't no good. <laughs> Okay. That is just cold blooded, man. Hey, man, look. Don't do that. Without the Deuce Club, there is no line. You just have an individual just trying to play. Yeah, it is. We can tell some. <laughs> we can tell some stories. That I've know a lot of deuces said, that didn't make I it. it. <laughs> I said, all you aces out there, if you pledge, by, well, I can't really speak because I did pledge by myself. Shout out to the new. I'm by yeah. myself solo club. You know, hey. man, but. It didn't start out like that, though. Yeah. You know, it is, it is. You know that is okay. Yeah, it is what it is. Right. Well, what was? Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, wait. So, so when you when you crossed by yourself, was it just your num? Was it like number one, or was it the number that you was? Now, originally, I was a five. So, I was a five. So, did you cross number five, or did you cross number one? Yeah, I crossed five. I cross number five, like my new number is five. See, you so know, so if a deuce, you a little bit of an insight. So if, you know what I'm saying without saying too much. You know what I'm saying when you play as noob or whatever, it's like whoever quit is like they don't drop down the number. So like if let's just say it was three of us, right? You know what I'm saying. Me being originally a five, if if those rules were in place, I would have been a three. But it's not like that. You see what I'm saying? So it's like I'm still a five. I'm really a solo, so I really don't have a number in capital land. But for Noob, I'm a five. Capital is a real thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The I, I'm not gonna high, get started baby. yet. I'ma wait. I'ma wait till my time. Burning Sands is hot. I'ma wait. But uh, shout out to shout out to Rave Alumni, man. That's my home chapter. You know what I'm saying? We uh we you know, we we keep it pimping at all times, you dig. But uh yeah, you y'all other ones that quit, I'll be seeing y'all. <laughs> it ain't, it ain't no love loss. It ain't no love loss. It really ain't. You know what I'm saying? I ain't one of those petty ones. You know, I still speak. You know, and I feel. They get them. I feel, you know, say what's they up. They give them. They give them desperate but, uh, greetings. Hey, Mario. How you doing? Nah, <laughs> nah. It's mostly like a head nod, but oh I'm no. Saying when when this podcast blow up, don't be acting like you know me. Oh, well, you can forget <laughs> that because they're gonna do it. But moving, I don't forget. Moving on, we're we're back with Treese and Paul. One of my favorite couples of my organizations, um, you did, and we're basically we're basically talking to them about you know them being in a relationship, and you know the black love that they have for each other in this relationship. So it's a couple of things that me and Mario we're gonna throw at y'all. Like uh, we're gonna ask y'all, you know, there's a lot of myths and a lot of stuff that people say about you know being in a relationship with you know black people, uh, more say women. And men more than anything. So I guess I just started off. Uh, when you met Paul, did it matter that like he had like a big bankroll? In other words, a bag, <laughs> like a bag. Uh, 
no, it it didn't matter to me because I didn't have no bag. I didn't have no big bankroll. I mean, we was Ooh. we was uh, oh, we was balling on the budget with the scrambling refunds. Okay. But but you, you see but you see that's the thing like a lot of uh, you have a lot of females especially a lot of modern females like even like in college they they have red bottom mindsets they were like well hey if you can't if you can't buy me nothing then like yo what are we what are you doing for me and so like a lot of the times that that to me honestly that's a red flag but a lot of dudes they don't see it that way they they make these dumb little mottos hey it ain't tricking if you got it no I don't have it I'm in college. You know what I'm saying? And, and and one thing one thing that I can attest to myself, being a female, a, a black female, I'm not the typical black female. Like I'm not a materialistic type of person. Right, you right. Won't ever, you won't ever see me just flashy with name brand this and name brand that. Nah, like cause that money could definitely be going to something else. Like don't get me wrong. I do like the finer things in life. Right, right, it's right. It's definitely not a necessity. But that wasn't that wasn't like a big, big like deal breaker. That wasn't a big, big uh icebreaker in the beginning of y'all relationship. That you know, a lot of times like when people in relationships they look at it as like, Well, hey, what are you gonna do for me? Or like hmm. they 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 try to especially like when you're talking about like in college, like we we talked about this last episode, you know. Um, Kelsey was talking about she had never been on a date at college and I was like wow and I was like you never been on a calf date and she was like a calf date what's a calf date that's like when you ain't got no money and you say hey you want to go to the calf with me because like real talk <laughs> right, we, can, we were shocked right. like we never knew any yeah so you know, but but never, these these never knew that. yeah these females now like yo they be talking they be talking like grown woman talk they like yo um you gonna you gonna put half on this rent, and I'd be like, I don't even stay there. Like, yo, I've only been there one right. time. That's, that's <laughs> I just got your number. <laughs> right, like, yo, <laughs> like my baby needs some infamil. Like, you got a baby? Right. Okay. Right, right, right. Um. Here's another one. Here's an insecurity thing with guys. Paul, you can you can take this one. Um, was there ever any time in your relationship with Trees that you were like, um, man, man, I'm not good enough for her. Oh my God, how did I end up with somebody like how Trees? Oh Jesus, what am oh 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 when I see him talking. <laughs> You know that's what how. That? No, that's how dudes. No, no, that's you never seen dudes talk like that. Oh my god! Like yo, it's really sad and really desperate. Like they, when they confide to you, like I've had a friend to confide in me just like that, and they be like, "Man, what if I'm not? Oh my god, what if I'm not good enough for her? Like yo, like yo, she comes from a real like like expensive family. I don't have the money and all. Oh, oh, what am I gonna do and then he gets to talking like crazy and be like, yo, I don't know what I would do if I lose her. But like at the same time, I could lose her because I don't think I'm good enough. So what, what I'm basically saying, did you ever have those moments in y'all relationship to where it was like, yo, you felt like you wasn't at your best or you wasn't at your level as far as like your, your confidence wasn't at, wasn't at that. You had like insecurities about being with her because I know a lot of men – they meet good women like our trees and then they'll be like, 
oh man, like how how did I end up with her? And I don't think I'm good enough. So did that ever like cross your mind? Or, like that's a that's a big thing that dudes do. No, yeah, uh, 100%. Um, and I think that uh, if, even even if the, the most players of players, right, they're, they're, they may not always be there, but there's a, there's a moment, I think, in any if, – if a man is being transparent about himself, I think that every man has at least experienced a moment of insecurity where um, they may they – may, you know, I, I, and I say insecurity, but it may it, it may be a moment where they're, you know what, man, did I bite off too much? More than you can chew. You know what I'm saying? At this point in time, um, and you know, for me, I'm a very uh, I'm a very critical person of myself, um, and I understood that you know, like physically, you know, treat like when it came to like her physical attraction, I know that she was very pretty, um, and and. For most men, you know, that can be an intimidating factor because you understand that um, physically, you know, physically attractive women, beautiful women, they under, you, they have the kind of the pick of the litter, right? You're, you're mm-hmm. not the only person that is possibly eyeing this woman. Um, and, you know, there is, you know, there's times where you might question yourself, you're like, well, you know what, it's, is she going to take the time out to look at me, you know? Um, so, yeah, you know, but, like, the, my my thing was, you know, I didn't, I, I never wanted to, like, when we started um, talking, which is how you might say it, I never led into the our meeting up as something that I wanted to form into a relationship. So that kind of, broke the ice for myself like you know what i think that she's just really cool as a person mm-hmm. and if i can just get to know her and you know if, if it if it ends up only being a friendship then that's cool because i like at the end of the day i really just think she's a really cool person and if that's as far as it goes for us then that's as far as it goes so like i wasn't setting myself up for failure thinking like you know what if you don't end up being in a relationship with this person, then you fail. So, like my self talk was different. So I, I didn't, I didn't, because I, I think that that might be an issue too, right? Because some men walk into a potential, like a, a, a person that they find attractive or a person that they want to get to know better, they automatically make it like a challenge to themselves or. They, they set a standard, like, and the only result can be us being together, hooking up some kind of way. So if they don't do that, they feel like they failed, right? And and, and that can um, be detrimental to, to their own character and their own self-esteem because they're already putting standards upon themselves that they probably shouldn't, right? So, yeah, like, you know, and... and, and Right, you know what I'm saying, but I, and I and I know for whatever reason, you know, um, we kind of came into a culture to to where you feel like that's how you should approach things. Mm-hmm. But um, relationships that really last, relationships that, uh, in my experience anyway, that have longevity, when you talk to them, they they say like, you know what, this is my friend, this is my one of my best friends. This is this is not just somebody that. 
I was attracted to. They look good. Um, and because of those things, that's why we're together, right? It, it, it's about the foundational things that uh, over time grew stronger, and it had nothing to do with uh, or little to do with the, the, the physical, right, or, or the, the actual getting together part. So mm-hmm. for me, uh, you know, long story short, when it comes to me being insecure, I, I really wasn't. I mean, I, 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 I had that little doubt in the back of my head, like, yeah, I mean, she could be with anybody or she could spend the time to talk that she may spend with me with somebody else. But I, I kind of neutralized that fear or, or that insecurity by saying, you know what? I'm just cool if she talks to me at all. Oh, wow. I, I just want to be a be her friend first. Mm-hmm. And if it's right, because there was no pressure. Right, right. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So I didn't lose either way. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, you know, if, if she ended up just being a friend, then that's great. And if she ended up being more, uh, which I'm lucky she has been able to be that, um, great too. You know what I'm saying? Even better for me. So that's how I went into it. I, I, I didn't have that, like, um, I don't know, like that player type mentality, or you know, I need. Well, to I, I don't I don't think I don't think it's just more of a player mentality. You you have a lot of you have a lot of insecure dudes that don't know themselves very well, and you have a lot of dudes that right. that that don't have love for themselves on that level, and they don't think exactly. mu- they don't think much of themselves, and so a lot of the times. When they get with somebody like a trees, or they get with somebody that's that's an upper echelon female that has a lot going for, her and and she's she's very attractive, and she's doing a lot, and she's very well known, more so popular amongst her peers. You know, there is that type of doubt that comes in you, like, well, out of all the dudes she could be with, and then I guess another thing that adds insult to industry, in insult to injury. Sorry, uh. Sometimes your your friends and your peers don't make the situation better because then they down you as well, and they'll say stuff like, "Well, man, how did you get with that?" Like, "Yo, bro, yeah. don't you think she's a little bit out of your league?" And then then at on top of that, you know, you might have uh, multiple men that that are very disrespectful sometimes in relationships that come around your girl and be very petty and and spiteful and and. I think that's what plays a part too. So that that part as well that never bothered you either. Like that that never messed with your mental. Like wow, like when like let's just say like when a dude comes around, and be like, oh snap, that's uh that's such and such and such. How she know trees? That never like bothered you. Like man, he's like like we said. I don't know if you listened to this past episode. We had an episode where we was talking. I I tell this all the time. Mario thinks he's an eight, right? And Devin thinks he's an eight on the right mm-hmm. scale, right? And at the oh, end yeah, of no, I listen to that. You yeah. listen to that? And like remember what I said? I said, like, yo, if you're an eight, you're five and six, right? Yeah, like, no, for real. But but to them, like they're under me. So I never think that they're better than me. Like, Paul, you could be like standing next to me at some event, and they'll say you're a nine. And they'll be like, Oh, well, he's a five because I'm a six point five. No, you'll never be better than him, but you have some dudes that will just go on and say, well, hey, well, you know, Paul is a nine. You know what I'm saying? He is a, he is, <laughs> he's a, I'm, I'm but, not. But, okay. but my problem is with that, right? With 
everybody, everybody's rating skill is different, right? Because what makes up that nine? What makes up that, right? What do you, everybody judges things differently. You see what I'm saying? Well, and like, that's, that's what we've learned. There's, there's, there's some, go ahead. No, no, that's what we've learned. I've learned Mario Mario uh, grades different than I grade. He grades on certain attributes. I grade on certain attributes. I'm more of a face, right, body type of person. He's more of a proportion person. You know, you have to have certain yeah, things like, in certain spots. You know what I'm saying? So, so then, yeah, like Mike prefers certain things over others. Me, I'm the type of person where I work with what you got. Yeah, you know, you know. That's what I'm saying, and which. If, if we're really being realistic about it, make the rating completely irrelevant because at the end of the day, it's always going to come down to how you personally feel about somebody or how they personally make you feel like that's because somebody that somebody can rate the same person. Like if you put five people in the room, nine times out of 10, you're, you, you're not going to have five same answers. You know what I'm saying? Be- that's just because people think differently and we like different things. So ra- the rating scale in itself is very deceiving because like those, those stands like when you create that scale, like whose standard are you measuring? To? You know what I'm saying? So that's why I, I feel like, I feel like there's, you shouldn't even consider ratings. You know what I'm saying? I think you should just take into take into consideration how you feel about somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, and, and it's just it's so much harder to do that in today's society because there's so much out here that um, we take in and, and or that that's available to us that creates this um, this I don't know like this this level of of what's right or what's acceptable, what you should be looking for. And like, if it's not that, then you feel like you question yourself, you question your choices. You know what I'm saying? And like, mm-hmm. no, at the end of the day, listen to what you feel like is the best. Think, look, take your consideration first. Don't worry about what people rate this or rate that or what is quote unquote the, the norm. So just take, believe yourself. And that's it. And if it works for you, good. And if it and if that other person and y'all are able to make this connection and it works for them, cool. But and that's that, it. But that's I think. But I think that's what I'm saying, Paul. Like, there's a lot of men that don't believe in themselves, and I think that's just the point that I'm making. Like, there's a lot of guys that that don't believe in themselves enough to 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 actually right. just just say that. And that's what I'm. That's and I guess that's the point that I was trying to make. You have a lot of guys they'll they'll shoot their sales in the foot and females too. I've met a lot of females right. that have have yeah. literally like they've gotten the person that they've always wanted, but they didn't believe in yeah. themselves. They didn't have confidence in themselves. And like like I told you, they they was just like my friend. Like oh my god, I can't believe I'm with somebody like that. I just and then then they yeah. started they started like speaking these affirmations. That they don't even need to speak. Like, I just know she's gonna break up with me. Oh, I just know it's coming. Oh, but that's because of outside influence. That's because of what they've molded their judgment around. Right? This is so, true. So if you if you allow yourself, go ahead, sorry. No, no, I'll just I'll just agreeing with you. Keep going, bro. You was oh, doing yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if, <laughs> if you allow yourself to be susceptible to other people's 
perspectives and you you then self-impose them onto yourself, then you're no longer using your own your own judgment. You're using the judgment of other people and you're just forcing yourself to to fit that the to, to fit the mold of the judgment that's been if you self impose on yourself mm-hmm. instead of take the time to step away and try to understand what you really like and the things that you're really attracted to and, and you're right, that's why um people set themselves up for failure because their intentions they may they may think that their intentions of are of their own, but there's so many outside influences that we're susceptible to in today's day and age with information and and everybody the lifestyle, everybody being so close to our fingertips that mm-hmm. you can you can easily mistake the opinions and the perspective of yourself as, as, or or let let me not say that the the opinions and perspective of others as the opinions and perspectives of your own. Mm -hmm. And you have to, like, you have to be careful of that. Like you have to understand, like, do I really feel this way or is this how everybody around me wants me to feel? Well, I, I, and am I, yeah, I, I agree, but, and that all goes, that circles right back around to, like, what we talked about in the beginning of the series, self-love. I mean, everything that you're hitting on is a is a one, but the, the key to it is, and I guess that's the biggest thing, and I was asking you as far as, like, you and Teresa being in a relationship, basically, yeah. and you basically just answered yourself, you had a lot of confidence in yourself to know that you were good enough to be with somebody like her, correct? One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. And that, I think yeah. that's that's what I'm getting at. A lot of guys, you know, they they all the stuff that you said. That's what they do. And when really, if they knew themselves and they had self love, they could they could just like erase all that right then. They if they knew like you know like I I was we was talking before the show, you know Mario has this thing called like the book of people who don't deserve nice things, right? And 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 you know one time yeah very serious and one time we were talking and i broke we was breaking it down like even more because like i guess i look at it now that we have this theory of people don't deserve nice things i consider myself a nice thing i think myself high enough to be you know a good thing to some woman you know what i'm saying and like real talk if 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 I think high of myself and I'm looking around these girls and then Mario's going around saying, oh, she don't deserve nice things, well, then she doesn't deserve me. But you see the mental and the mindset that I have, the, the mindset that I have is I'm good enough for any female that comes in my life. You see what I'm saying? A, a lot of uh, back then I didn't have that. You know, before I, I joined PMA, my confidence was real low. If a girl came and spoke to me, I was like, oh, snap, she spoke to me get out of here right so but but and, and that comes with a lot of work and a lot of determination but w- w- that's what i'm basically saying like you have a lot of guys they mess up something good or they mess up something that they can they can build on like you and trees build on but it's just those things that psych them out sometimes sometimes it's not even just like look sometimes it's like their weight oh i'm too fat oh she's so fit oh i'm just right. fat i'm fat as all outdoors or or even stuff like that, like, oh, she talks about, like, African-American history. I know nothing about that. I'm just so dumb when it comes to that. 
you know, and they they right. psych themselves out and they don't think that they're good enough when really you should always look at yourself. Hey, I'm a good. I'm a, you, lost mic. You, can't hear you, Mike. you can't hear me. Can you hear me now? Hello? Can you hear me? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, there we go. Can you hear me? Okay, you awesome. Good, you good. All right. Yeah, they 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 do that. Which which brings me like to the next question. Um a lot of people say, Hey, you're not in a real relationship unless y'all fighting in the relationship. Do you and anyone of y'all can ask this, uh, do you agree that like, you know, a relationship has to have fights in it in order for it to be a healthy relationship? Fighting? Fighting. Arguing and whatnot? Yes, yes. That, that is a bunch of malarkey. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I like your word fighting, usage. Fighting, fighting and arguing is not a necessary part in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, don't, get me wrong, don't get me wrong. There will be times where you will agree to disagree, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be into a, like a full-on knockout brawl getting below the belt, calling out each other, you know, calling each other out their name and stuff like that. That's not necessary. I could probably count on one hand. Well, I know I can for sure count on one hand where PJ and I have like raised our voices at one another. Oh, wow. Let alone having a full on argument. Mm. I think that, that's stupid to me to think that People out there feel like if you're not fighting in a relationship, it's not a real relationship. Oh yeah, please. I I agree. That, that, that is just, that's I, ridiculous. I agree because adults should be able to talk to each other with sense and you know okay. understanding and reason and logic and different things like that. Because two people who are arguing back and forth, nothing is getting accomplished. First of all, right. and second of all, that's a lot of noise that your boy just don't feel like hearing. Oh yeah, <laughs> especially you know. Especially when you're coming from work. Who's really listening when two people are arguing? Nobody. Nobody. Right. Nobody. Well, the biggest, the biggest thing, like when I'm talking to my friends and they'll, they'll call me about arguing with their girl, then I'd be like, well, okay, bro, what was y'all arguing about? And then I guess the, the biggest thing that's funny to me, the thing that they argue about, it'd be the funniest thing. Like, yo, she, she just got mad because, like, real talk, I took the covers off the sheets. Or the good sheets, and I slept on the good sheets. (laughs) I slept on the, I slept on the good sheets, and like, yo, we got into a whole argument. I was like, yo, bro, why would you sleep on the good sheets? Like, that's the rule, right? I have a question. Go ahead. I have a question for Al Street. Oh, was there a moment, or if you can think of a moment or instance, shall we say, to where it dawned on you? This is the man who I want to be with. Like it was, was it was there like uh, uh, a thought that came to your head, or was it something that you all talked about at the beginning or in the middle of your you relationship that it just clicked in your head that said, "This is the man that I'm supposed to be with." I think I experienced that like all throughout our relationship from beginning to this point in time now. Wow. Like it'll, it'll be something like we'll just have like random conversations and 
you know, I just sit back and think like, damn, like this is my guy. He's mine. Apples up. <laughs> you know, um, up. that is dope. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's the, the relationship part of it, like the growing of the relationship that never stops just because we're in a relationship and we've been in the relationship for going on 12 years, the mm-hmm. building on the relationship that should never end. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, a lot of people have that misconstrued. Like they just think, Oh, now that we're in a relationship, we should be good. But no, the, the learning never stops. It's a, it's a continuous thing. Oh. Got you. Got you. Uh, Paul, you can answer that uh, as well, please. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, like, um, when it came to um, just us being together and spending time with each other, um, the the lack of confrontation like really really stuck out to me like I literally enjoy spending regular time with her you know what I'm saying because it may not, that may not make sense to some people it's like you know I always like there, there's, there's some people like and I've been exposed to them and it seems like their relationships uh, have been based on, oh, we get to go out all the time, or we get to uh, do this, we get to do this. I love spending time when we're here. Like, I've been able to spend countless hours of absolute doing, not like doing absolutely nothing, and enjoy all of that. You know what I'm saying? With her. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, and, definitely. And you can't do that with everybody. Like, you definitely cannot. Things, like, you know what? It's cool when we're doing this, but when we're not doing it, oh, wow. ain't really much that else. Let's just go and say it. When we're not having sex, there's really nothing else that we're doing. I don't, no, don't want to be around and, you. And 100%. And, and, and I think that it's, it's, there's different definitions of that depending on the relationship. Some might... Some might look at it or surround it around sex. Some might look at it around traveling. Some might look around um, the ability to, this person gives me the ability to shop mm-hmm. without without any control or restrictions over what I can buy. So, like, I grow an attachment towards that. Mm-hmm. But in my situation, you know what I'm saying? Like, I literally can lay up in the bed and watch, Grey's Anatomy for five <laughs> to six hours out of an entire day you and go, enjoy every bit of it. And we just talk to the yo, whole day. Yo, that's crazy. Yo, and trees yo kill. when you say that, hold on, hold on. Go, go, go ahead, go ahead. When you say that, yo, shout out to, I ain't going to say your name, sweetheart. I ain't going to say that because I know you listen to the show and everything like that. And I ain't trying to have you. <laughs> Text me about that, you know what I'm saying? But, um, I'll yeah, be uh, you know, I only watched Grey's Anatomy during that time. Wanted, to, wanted, wanted me to watch it, and I enjoyed it. You feel me? Um, hopefully, you know, if we get married, I'll bring you on the show. Might know what I'm, might know who I'm talking about. I'll if be we get married, I'll, I'll bring you on the show um, forever. 
You think she know we talking about her? Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Significant other feed themselves. Yeah. I don't put you feel what I'm saying? Like, I made You feel what I'm saying? And, and, and so, so often we go wrong trying to make people who they're not. And that's just that you already messed up. When you, when you cut, when you start being in a relationship with somebody and you're, 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 you're seeing that you're starting to feel like they're not fitting the mold or, or you feel like you got to tell them to do this. That's when it's time for you to probably either have a conversation or go away uh, because you're 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 getting ready to set yourself up for a battle that's going to be long, ever everlasting, and ongoing because you're going to be forever fighting to make the person that you're with somebody that mm-hmm. you're going to waste your time and theirs by trying to make it work. So. Um, I think like that, that's like the biggest thing, you know what I'm saying? Understand what you want in somebody and don't allow yourself to waste your time or your energy on somebody that is showing you they're not who you're looking for. Right, right, right. Even if they're fine and tell you they got muscles out the world or their body is banging, like that doesn't matter. Is that somebody that is that you can see yourself with outside of all of that. Right, right, right. And those conversations rarely get had. You get fixated on how they look. You get fixated on what they can bring and what they can offer you. And you ignore everything that as a person you really want in somebody that you want to spend time with. Mm-hmm. That, you know I mean, and that's, and, that's, and that's all that is dope to me, you know, because you all have a connection that is, I would say, deeper than most people would see from outside looking in. Like, don't get it. Mario's Mario's stuck. Well, while while he's getting, yeah, he froze up. Dog. Yeah, he froze up like like a big dog. Well, why is he stuck? I I might as well like I, I have to I have to we have to talk about this because I think. A lot of females have this problem, and I think they mess themselves up sometimes. So I want both of you all to answer it, but it's more centered around trees. Um, in the beginning, you said you've been in, in a relationship for twelve years, correct? And yeah. and I have to just like, just like you, you recently got engaged, so I have to like talk about the elephant in the room. Uh, you just got engaged. You've been in a relationship for twelve years. To a lot of females, they would say, uh, that's too long. And how do you how do you respond to that? Because I don't think they understand the whole concept of patience. And this is a pro- work in progress type of thing. This is something that you have to build. Um, so can you talk about it? And then, Paul, can you piggyback on it? Because, like, you know, in tradition, the man asks the woman for her hand in marriage. So I, I know why. It took such a good, good little minute, and I'm pretty sure you all know why. But can you explain to the people, especially the young ladies, that are very sometimes they get a little bit impatient, they get a little bit testy, and they'll mess up a good thing, and then sometimes uh, the dude will get ready to, but then they'll just blow up and they'll do something stupid, and then they'll just mess it everything up. So can you talk about that for a little bit? Yeah, 
Definitely. And I I would like to think that I have the patience of Joe. Oh, come on, Joe. <laughs> come on, Joe. Um, but I I also I also understood that it's not just about my timeline. Mm-hmm. It's about me. Almost we're, we're we're in this thing together and the conversations that we did have about engagement and marriage and things like that, we made sure that we were on the same page. Mm-hmm. Like we had, we said what we wanted to do. We knew how we wanted it to be. When it was going to be our time, mm-hmm. it's our time. Nobody else's. Right, right, right. You know, have to understand that. Like it's not, it's not about what you want. Yeah, you may want it, but you're not going to propose to yourself. You're not about to go to the door store, buy your own ring and say, hey, can you marry me so I can flunk this, this <laughs> rock Like, you're not going to do that. you not. If the person that you're with, you know and understand that that's the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with, patience. Because in due time, it will happen. And it will happen when you least expect it. Right, right, exactly. It definitely happened like that for me. Like, it happened when I freaking least expected it. I can just... You, 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 have, to, you, have, to, you have to wait on it. Mm-hmm. All good things come to those who wait. I'm, I agree, Paul. Yeah, um, and it's, it's a very... Uh, it, in, in our situation, it was... It was uh, a, a very touchy thing because you know we had already had Ava, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so depending depending on you know the the, the moral structure of your family or, or how, whatever your belief systems are, um, that can that can bring different kind of tensions and, and conversations, which only put more stress on the relationship. Um, but my, my, my whole thing was, you know, we're, we're college sweethearts, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of our, a lot of the initial time that we spent together was in college, right? And then when we graduated from college, we went our separate ways. Um, not separate ways as far as the relationship is concerned, but she went home. Uh, to, to her family, I went home to mine. Uh, neither one of us uh, had the privilege of being employed at right after we graduated. You know, so we did what I think a lot of people that find themselves in that situation did, and that was to go back home. Mm-hmm. And um, being that we were from different places, uh, that meant that we would be 
basically taking a fraction or spending a fraction of the time that we were used to spending. Um, so the first half, like out of, out of the first, we've been together 12 years, the, at least the first six years of our relationship were either spent in college or just trying to establish ourselves as freshly grad college graduates who are trying to establish some kind of stability for themselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, marriage, uh, and I'm going to speak for myself, you know, I, I, I believe, you know, we, we share similar uh, perspectives in this, but I, I, I don't want to, to make it seem like I'm speaking for the both of us. But um, marriage, in my opinion, is something that you don't take lightly. Um, if you respect the tradition of marriage and what it means, then you understand that you're basically um, committing yourself to somebody for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a decision that you're supposed to make um, with full confidence. And as a man, there's a different kind of uh, responsibility that you have when you commit yourself to your to a woman and you're basically saying that you're you're going to be there you're going to be a provider you're going to be able to support this person through rich or poor through sickness and health and I I take those traditional vows seriously when I envision marriage mm-hmm. um, so being in the space that we were in and you know it, it was just we were we were in a space where uh I think it was it was more beneficial to the health of our relationship to be be it as it was and to kind of enjoy ourselves and then um, and, and do what we could and then when we were able to to get something that was more structured more more stable then try to begin to make those steps because um, I think that you know not all not in all circumstances but there's a lot of times where people um, get pressured by what they think they're supposed to do and what their families expect them to do. Mm-hmm. So they rush into that step. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and they get married probably before they should have. Mm-hmm. And it's not until they are married that they figure out that maybe we shouldn't have been married. Uh, and then there goes the trouble with divorce. And then when you already, you know, when we, we had a child, outside of uh, wedlock, right, which is already probably um, a controversial thing for, for, for most or, or, or quite a few people. Um, but when you when you have a, a child involved as well, you're you're potentially when you when you bring divorce that like, you know, you can be married, right? A lot of people get married not, I keep saying a lot and, and forgive me. But people get married because they feel like they should, especially when they have a child. It's like, okay, we gotta oh, yeah. kind of right this wrong of being having conceiving a child outside of wedlock. Um, so they get they they kind of get married on the premise of that, mm-hmm. but they really don't know each other, right? And they don't really find out that they're really not compatible until after they're married. And then they have a divorce, and now you have a child, and now not only are you having to kind of figure out what you're going to do being separate from each other, but now you have to figure out how you're going to co-parent or how, how you're going to 
take on understanding that, you know what, somebody else is going to be around my child. Like, so there's, there's different dynamics that happen when I think you prematurely agree to, to marry, right? So I think that even though people might see us as taking this long to, to take the step, I think that it was very appropriate for the situation that we were in and we, we maturely thought about the steps before we took it and we, we stood on, on the understanding of each other and we, we spoke with one another, we communicated with one another, with one another and we, uh, we made sure that this was a decision that we felt was appropriate for the time. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and, and, and that's, that's just, I, I feel like, and I was in, and, and for me personally, like I said, I, I wanted to make sure that I was in this space to be um, everything that I think that Therese wants me to be and, and needs me to be as, as her partner. Almost and, definitely. And soon you know what I'm saying? So, no, no, like I feel like that. I just I commend I commend both of you all actually because, um, like I'm 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 basically gonna talk about what Trees was saying. Like you know, patience, patience is a virtue, is is pretty much a talent that you have to have, and to truly love somebody to me that shows unconditional love. Like even though. You were waiting and waiting and for the strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even though you were waiting and waiting and waiting, you knew one day it would come and you just you you knew that like, yo, it's not gonna be that much longer. It's gonna come eventually. And then I commend Paul because he didn't want to rush into something and not be ready for it. And I don't think a lot of females right. or a lot of males understand, like a lot of the times you can rush into something or you can get into something that you're definitely not ready for or that you're definitely not mature for mentally, financially, physically, like all of the above. So I honestly commend both of y'all. I used to make a joke being like, dang, Paul ain't gonna never pop that question. Like, dang, bro. I feel... I just want to say... I had to another thing people say. You can't listen to what other people are. You know what's best for you.
he's just a day. We're good. And I want to say this too, like, because I, I wanted to say it before, but it's funny, right? Because Trish and I, like, when we would go, like, we haven't done it up somewhere, but, like, it, it's Oh, I, like, I, like, I already like where this question is going. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm well, yeah. Go ahead. Well, yeah. No, like, and, and I, I mean, a lot of people, uh, and a lot of people, too. And maybe both of you all can, like, speak on it. Like, I guess give you an example. They'll say something like, they'll say something like, well, just give me some time. I can have, he going to be starting working. I'm just going to stay on him. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that like real talk, he's already made up in his mind. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not working. Like, yo, you going, <laughs> you going to pay for James, every. I don't get a job. James, you have provided James. <laughs> yeah. Home, yeah. Come on. In consistent sex, James is not going to get a job. Yeah. In rare occasions, and I do mean rare occasions, that works out to where she, you know, she pushes him and he becomes this great successful thing. But if, if homie is a bum, you knew he was a bum, sweetheart. You like taking care of the homeless. Well, I, that's all that that is. Well, I guess the question Great. is, the question is for Trees. The question is for Trees because on, I'm, I'm pretty sure you've never had that problem with Paul. But from a woman perspective, do do how do you feel about women that say that like, hey, I can get him in a better situation, or I can mold him to my liking eventually, knowing that that's like a that's a big feat because if he's not trying to change and he's not trying to better himself. You know, from a from a guy perspective, we can tell you off dump. He's not gonna better himself. He's not gonna try to like find a job. So like, how 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 do you look at that perception? I mean, because both of you all work, both of you all bring in income. Uh, is it ever a time that you had uh that you look at the situation and be like, well, hey, if I was the only person that was working, um, could I mold Paul and like getting a job and be the person man that I want him to be? And that's like, I guess I'm asking that from a, from a general question because a lot of women do that when they get in relationships. Um, they know a lot of dudes ain't no good for them. They see a lot of red flags, but they feel like they can fix the problem or they can fix the issues with that man to their liking so that they can, like, prove that they're meant to be together. So you kind of want to, like, extrapolate on that or, like, talk more about that from your perspective and your opinion. Let, let me tell you something. <laughs> what am I to change? Who am I to change anybody? Who am I? I need to make sure that myself, I have to make sure that I'm in order mm -hmm. first mm -hmm. before trying to 
give a suggestion for anybody else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the, the cliche thing is you can't, you can't change somebody that doesn't want to change themselves. Facts. So, I mean, if, if I were the only person in the relationship that was working, me trying to mold him to be the person that I want him to be, that would be a waste of my time. I mm. could do it because I'm doing the face. Trace, 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 Trace. Repeat that one more time and repeat it clearly and repeat it efficiently so these women can get it in their head. Please. No, no. This is no, no, no. Because see, the reason why I say repeat it, because see, this is a real problem. Um, You have a lot of women that take on a male role and take on the masculine role in the relationship. And then what happens is the, the guy gets complacent and the guy gets inconsistent. And what happens is it becomes, it, be, it, it looks really, really bad. And then they get to complain into your, like I have one, one of my friends, she complained to me all the time. Well, I wish, uh, Dennis was like, I'm just going to use Dennis. I'm not going to use his real name. Cause he listens to the show, but Dennis, the, <laughs> Dennis, I wish Dennis was like you, Mike. I wish he had to work that thing like you. Uh, I just can't get him right. Well, and I, I tell her all the time. I mean, well, a lot of the problem is you. And it seems like she doesn't, like, you know, a lot of females don't comprehend with that. And I'm not trying to, like, down my my sisters, but it seems like you don't. And I and I tell her all the time, well, you know, you, you're paying $100 for an NBA 2K game. Like that's that's one of the problems. Like yo, you're enabling him a lot. You're you're or what or what exact exactly. What? And 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 you know, I I just want you to reiterate that and and tell them that slowly, so they have to understand that you know when a man makes up in his mind, this is what it's gonna be. This is what it's gonna be. And that's it. <laughs> it, it makes it makes no sense for me as the woman in a relationship to break my back and rack my brain trying to get him to fit a mold that I've created in my mind mm-hmm. that I already know is not going to happen because he's already made up in his mind this, this is what it is. This is who I am. Either you take you it knew this or when, you leave it. You knew this when you met me. I hear that so right. much. Hey, you knew this when you met me though. Like You did know this when you met me. They get all sexy voice too. I just want you and to it's know. Either, you, it's either you, you, knew, you knew about it, like you knew this, I knew this when I met you, mm-hmm. and you you signed up for it, and you stayed anyway. So you can't be mad at nobody but yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't be mad that your life turned into a Tyler Perry movie. Facts. <laughs> no. Facts. Well, no. Come on, man. Like if you, didn't, if you didn't like it, then you shouldn't have stayed. Right, right, right. No, no love, no love lost, but you should have, you should have left. Yeah, stop right. Wasting, stop wasting each other's time. And see, not to, you know, not, I, I always preface this not to, but I interrupt anyway. But you know, well, <laughs> but to just piggyback off of that though, like when you, when you, um, when, when, when you mentioned earlier about like masculine insecurities 
um, there's, there's, there's feminine insecurities. I don't know. I'm a man speaking about them, but, um, it, it, there's been, there's been plenty of telltale signs or telltale stories of how, um, you know, there's, there's insecurities within women as well. And they will subject themselves to a relationship where they are the non-benefactor just because, they have this false sense of compassion or, or um, support because a man is, is doing the minimum for them. Mm-hmm. So, they, so they will go through the infidelity. They'll go through the physical abuse or the verbal abuse of a man because within themselves, based on their experiences or the environment maybe, where they haven't, yeah, you know what I'm saying? They, they haven't had the ability to, to to know what it is to experience a healthy interaction with another man. They think that if I'm just getting this, then I can I can figure out the rest. Like if he's a, if he's at least giving me this, I can I, I can I can stay around long enough to make him believe that I am what I feel he should think me as, you know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. And it, this is not every woman, but there's, there's women, there's plenty of women that stay in relationships that are toxic and unhealthy because they don't have self love. They don't, yeah, they don't love themselves enough no, to say, yo, yeah, I'm cool on you. Like you're not going to take advantage of me because there's, there's plenty of situations where, excuse me, I'm like, Midway in a burp, <laughs> but uh, so my you know, yeah my you know my my voice kind of modulated. But anyway, so uh, there's that there's plenty of situations where a woman will be like, "I'm okay. I know we did this. I know we did this, but I'm gonna get this, or I do this unlike no other, and he's gonna always come back to me for this." Or, right, right, right. You know, so they put themselves in a situation where you're only you're only getting you're only getting ten percent from a person that should be giving you a hundred because you think that that ten percent is worth him staying with you, and it's not. Oh, you getting a hundred? You you getting a hundred? The other ninety. You getting a hundred percent though. You getting a hundred percent. You giving a oh, hundred, but but it ain't the hundred that you yeah. that you need in your life. And I think I and think you're not you're not getting a hundred, but he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's getting ten percent from you, twenty <laughs> percent from from Melissa. Right, right, right. Maybe and then and then and then what you don't know is he got a main. And he's getting seventy percent from her. And, he, and, he, and the, you, you see what I'm saying? I don't know, but that's how. As, as a man, I can say that, and I can understand that that's wrong. Like there's, there's a lot of psychological damage that's been done to to us as black people in general, um, just based on the exposure to broken households. You know what I'm saying? Like in, right, in, right, right. And we've taken and the uh, the culture that we indulge ourselves in with rap and all this stuff. You know, it only further perpetuates the the dysfunction you know what i'm saying like so we really don't have a space to to like mold our 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 
help from. Like, it's, I mean, I'm talking about in all aspects. I mean, this is relationship-wise, but in general, you know what I'm saying? Like, as a culture, like, we, we, we've just been on the on the outskirts of, of education to the point to where we really don't understand what it takes to just live a healthy lifestyle. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Most and, and definitely. That we look, you know what I'm saying? The, the places that we choose to look, they're they're not benefiting us. They're they're only keeping us in the cycle. Um, so like it's like, you know, we we have to figure out a way to to gain some clarity to where we can start to begin to to develop healthy relationships in all aspects, man. And and, and it, it, it's just kind of crazy. Um, but but yeah, you know, I I, I digress. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, and 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 I, I know I kind of took away from that, but oh no, like the, the, the insecurities are are on both sides of the spectrum, and and it it a lot of the time it's because we just never have been exposed to what it is to be in a healthy relationship and to see two people that love each other that disagree, but don't hold grudges and, 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 and disagree and don't step out on each other and figure out a way to communicate and work it out. Like we're not exposed to that. Like on, in, on, in, in, in a, in a majority, like it's always, Oh, like the average, you talk to the average black person, you know what I'm saying? Or a person of color. Like, I don't want to kind of stereotype it to that, but they understand what it is to be in a broken home or a single parent home or a home where, they understand that one of their parents is cheating. They know what it is. And, and, and Daddy wasn't and, there. <laughs> you say what? That's that awesome power. Daddy wasn't there. <laughs> no, I, you know, we can, we can laugh it's about true, it. But you know, that it's, true, it's, it's a reality. And at the end of the day, it actually plays a part in how we have relationships with significant others. Like, you know Thanks. what I'm saying? The, you, the, first, the first exposure that you get to how a relationship is supposed to be is in your own home. And if you don't have one to look at to begin with, then you have no foundation to understand how one is treated. And then especially if you look and you're like, well, damn. Yeah. yeah, like, I don't, my mom was a single mom. Well, let me look at this this rapper that I, I love his music. He's banging. And oh, he's talking about, he got three and four and five women. He's doing this and that and that. Oh, why do I want to? support one why do i want to be dedicated to one right so, like the, right. The, the problem begins to become real deep when you start to really analyze what's really going on in, in certain communities and in certain cultures so uh especially you know, with this topic being black love and black relationships like there's a lot of healing that we have to do almost definitely oh, boy you, ain't Bro, you, you hit the nail on the i don't know the same on the head yeah, that. On the head, on the head, yeah, that, that. I I forgot it. I lost train of thought. I forgot. This is this is we have to do this again. Totally agree, we we totally have to do this again. Yeah. We have to meet up with y'all again. But I guess Yeah, I know. But how how long have we been on this? It's it's gonna be two like yo, usually almost Yeah, almost almost two hours. That's all. Like, yo, this is this is regular for us. We do this. We get into oh, yeah, conversation. This is, this is regular. Like, yeah, this, this is, is a regular nothing. time frame for a show that we do. And what you come to find out when the conversation is really, really good, like people don't care. They'll be like, please talk more, talk more. But but yeah. Um 
I, that, that's why I ask because, like, real talk, um, knowing Paul for a long time, uh, the the biggest things that the conversations we've had, like, I never get. We had the conversation about the, uh, you know, providing and being a man, and there's certain things you're supposed to do for your your girl. That's supposed to think certain things you're supposed to do for your household. I know one in particular. He was very a big stick stickler stickler about keeping up your yard. That was like major. Key. That was major key to him. Like no, like he gave me a like a hour lecture about keeping up the yard. We was outside raking leaves, and he was like, "No, for real." He was just like, "Yo, Mike, listen, what I'm telling you, a man takes care of his yard. He shouldn't have to pay another man to like like the mow or, or, or rake anything. Like no, that that that's important because this is this is his. He he this belongs to him." And I was like, "Oh, okay, Paul." I, <laughs> Oh, right, Paul. And I, but I'm saying, okay, but I say that to say, right, because it, you could, now this is not me talking to you. This is somebody else telling me at that point. Like, he's like, you could, you can tell when a man lives in a home or, or a respectable man lives in a home with, with, with somebody else, right? Because he won't let his yard go to shame. Right. You right. Because he, you know what I'm saying? So like, and that wasn't me. That was just wisdom that was shared upon me. Um, but no, no, like, that. but but it was like the passion that you had, and I think that's, and I go back to that. I think that's what make your the. I use that as an example to basically show like the background that you had and how it helped you in your relationship. You see what I'm saying? It helped you and you and Teresa's relationship. I can't really like name a moment. Me and Teresa never had those conversations like that, but like how Teresa carried herself and how she talked, um, you know, Teresa probably know a couple of like, uh, cuss words, but I've never seen her use like cuss words. Like, Every time she opened her mouth, a cuss word came out. You feel me? It's a, yeah, it's about like it's about how how she carried herself, and you can just tell like yo the background that you had, and how important it was that she carried herself like a lady. And and I use both of those right. to basically say like you know you were taught these things, and it was passed down. And just like you were trying to pass down like this knowledge to me, it taught me something. You see what I'm saying? Because I knew nothing about you know the whole importance of a man taking care of his yard. You see what I'm saying? And so I think bringing this all in full circle, I think, you know, your upbringing is very, very important on like how a relationship is supposed to be healthy. And I think you hit the the nail on the head when you was talking about like, you know, if I've never seen it or I don't see what a healthy relationship looks like, the first thing that I see and I think that's what it is or the first mentor that right. I have and I see that's what it is. Right. It's, it's just like, you know, um, I was looking at Miss Pat and Miss Pat was talking about like she got shot in the back of the head. She's a comedian. And, you know, they was asking her, well, why did you stay with that dude after he shot you in the back of the head? And she was like, well, my mama always taught me if a man beat on you, he loves you. And, and long story short... She was like, "Well, he shot me in the back of the head." I'm like, "Girl, he loves me," and so we get married, right? And so he that was love you to death. That that's literally. We get married because I got this, con- this concussion. <laughs> girl, do you have a black eye? That's a love, girl. That's a love eye, girl. Girl, humor, tragedy turned humor. I'm telling you. <laughs> 
And so, there's a calling in his face. Yeah, so like, you know. You don't know love, girl. Black eyes mean forever. Yeah, and some people. You know, you're right. There's a space where dysfunction is function. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, and like I said, I've understood that. I've been exposed to that. I, I know what it is to where you've been exposed to something so long that you've, you've just adapted to it mm-hmm. and it becomes a reality. And, and one thing about humans, if we don't know, if we don't understand anything about ourselves, we should understand that we have the ability to adapt and we always have because we have we haven't always been the same person. We've we've been on this planet long before, and I know Mario can can touch on this way more than I can. But we've been on this planet for quite some time, and we haven't had the same experience every day. We, we the only reason why we've lasted lasted this long is because we formulated a way to adapt, and psychologically. Um, we do the same thing physically. We do it and psychologically we do it. And then if you, if you succumb or you subject, not succumb, but subject a person to a certain reality for so long, they adapt. Like think about the prison systems. Why do you think, why do you think it's so hard for somebody that spent 10 to 15 to 20 years in prison to acclimate themselves to society when they get out? It's because they've adapted to a society and to a culture for so long that, that's how they think. That's how they move. Right. And then they put them in a society right, right. that is unknown to what they've known for so long, and you expect them to flourish. How? And you give them and you give them no tools. But you expect them to be rehabilitated. You expect them to be a regular citizen. But they don't they didn't know even they didn't know what that was for fifteen years behind bars. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing of like being in an abusive relationship. You can't expect somebody that thought that being beat on and being verbally abused was the norm for 10 years or 15 years to be able to go into a situation and be welcoming to something that's different from that. It, 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 a lot of people are like, yo, that's it. Yo, what do you have up your sleeve? Why are you, why are you so good to me? This can't be right. You want something from me. I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Let me go back. Let me go back to what I know. At least I know if he hits me in the face, he's being honest. He's being real. But oh, this, yeah. this whole, this whole, you want to love me every day and you want to do this to me. This, you know, I don't, I, I, I feel like you're trying to, you're trying to scam me. When, <laughs> when, when, when's the, when's the mask going to come off? When, you, when are you going to be a real soul? You know what I'm saying? And psychologically, people really feel this way. You know what I'm saying? So that's all true, man. That is all true. Wow, Paul, you uh, are you you a lot of healing needs to take place. Almost definitely. Oh man, we could we could talk all night. We really could. This could be like a four hour episode. It really could, but unfortunately, we have to go, and (laughs) and we do. No real talk. No, we we really we really have to go and. And now I'm kind of getting sad and like real talk. I'm just kind of like, yo, we have to leave. 
but I won't. I won't. No, real talk. Like y'all, my y'all, like y'all, my. I keep telling you, y'all are family. Like y'all, my people, and I don't get to see y'all that you know often. That, and we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. We definitely gonna have to fix that this summer. We're gonna have to like link up and catch up, catch right, up, and have more conversations, more conversations like this. And I guess that's the biggest reason why we did this whole series because the most important thing we want to do is we want to open dialogue for our black. Uh, our black uh, women and our black men, a lot of the times right. we don't know how to communicate with each other. We don't know how to talk with each other about the things that we like and the things we don't like in relationships mm-hmm. or some of the do's yeah. and don'ts in relationships. And I feel like, yo, if we can, we can talk on these things, we can have conversation on these things, whether it's talking about like finding self love, whether it's talking about, um, you know, knowing your worth in a relationship or knowing your worth by yourself whether it's like knowing what a guy wants, whether it's knowing about like what the things do's and don'ts when you're talking to a woman, what's some things she likes, whether it's like being in a relationship and trying to figure out are y'all compatible with each other or like do you fit all the, the, the check marks in it, we need to talk about it and that's the only way our relationships are going to get stronger. Sometimes you might need some therapy. Sometimes you might need some more, more help than that. Sometimes you might need to literally like move away from each other and find yourself and then come back, reinvent it so that your relationship can be stronger and it can work out. Whatever it is, we need to talk about it. And it's just something that, you know, I feel like that's the biggest problem why it's not working these days. Um, people people want these strange goals, mostly women. They want these weird goals. Of, I, like, Paul, I can't tell you how many, many women has told me, like, that was their, like, goal in 2021. I want to get in a relationship. And I said, that's an odd goal, but okay. That's, um, (laughs) that's, that's, that's cool. How about, I mean, what are you doing for your career? Like, yo, what are your ambitions? What, what, what are you trying to do for yourself? Well, you know, I got this OnlyFans going on. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. No, we have, we have, that's another story. We We have friends. We have friends that are OnlyFans. And you know them. You know them. Yeah. Yeah. Do I know them? Yes. 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 And wow. it's okay. And I just want to say is is it's sure. not a good OnlyFans. I just want to say I've wasted eight dollars, basically. Cause I I, mean, I, I cannot say hustle. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day. That's, I cannot hey, that's how they choose to try to make well, the money. What well, 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 no, I can't knock your hustle, but if if that's gonna be your hustle don't complain about why you can't find nobody. See, see, oh, see, that's, okay. that's, that's, that's the thing. Right and, and see, that's, 100%. that's, but see, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Your goal is to try to find right. somebody, but you're on OnlyFans. Right. You see what I'm saying? Okay. And then you want somebody okay. that, and this, this, the killing thing, this, the most, you know, this, the thing that really rattles your head. You want all these things for this guy to do. You want him to be faithful. You want him to be a good person. You want him to have a relationship with God. And here you are showing your tail, like Check all, <laughs> like, yo, you're literally like an independent porn star on OnlyFans, And you want this guy to be faithful to you. Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't comprehend. And, and that's what I mean. Like, let's be more, let's be more realistic and let's try to fix some of these problems that we have. Um, so I, I asked this question closing out, like what advice would you give Paul advice? Would you give men in relationships or trying to get in a relationship and trees, what advice would you give women 
that are in relationships or that are trying to get into a relationship. Anyone can start first. Okay, I, I got a head nod, so I'm gonna go first again. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I think the most important thing that I think any man can do uh, is is to to know themselves first, to um, be confident in themselves, um, love themselves. Um, and then, and then, take some time to really understand what they want in a woman. And it doesn't matter what the outside tells you that you should want out of a woman. Um, it's it's the things that you know will make you happy. Like sit down with yourself and understand that, and 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 think about it, and think about it to the point to where it's. It's something that you don't have to think about and that you can easily recognize it or at least um, <clears throat> begin to recognize it when you have conversations with women uh, so that you're not wasting your time or their time. Um, and and understand whether or not it is your time um, to settle down. Like, you know, because... Um, I think that there's there's this there's this whole uh, aspect of being a player, and when you're young, you do this, you do that, and then you you hang your jersey up and you settle down and it, 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 give up your players card. Like, it's called giving up your players you know card. Like damn, all right, I'm I'm done with this life now. I guess I'll settle down. <laughs> you know, it's it, it's always it, it, you know what I'm saying. Like in the, in, a, in our culture, it's like. Yeah, I found the one. I guess I guess I'll stop being who I am. Um, but it, it, it shouldn't be that way. Uh, our, our women are precious. Um, without them, there would be no us. So um, I think that we should we should hold our women and not just black women. Um, but being that I am a black man, I I take a certain um, extra extra responsibility to, to big up our black women because I, I understand that we don't always appreciate them like we should. So, um, yeah, as a black man, I think I think that we should um, take a step back and, and understand where our black women have brought us mm-hmm. and, and their power and their virtue. And and understand as a man <clears throat> that um, you know you, you should be grounded within yourself and and understand who you are as a person before you try to uh, I guess delve into the relationship spectrum. It's cool to have friends. It's cool to do your thing. Um, but when 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 you figure out that it's your time to commit. Uh, you need to understand. You should be able to know within yourself and understand that what that means and what what kind of commitment and responsibility that that brings of you. And just be respectful, man. Uh, um, I don't think we give ourselves enough respect. I don't think we give un, uh, others enough respect in this day and age. So 
um, yeah, I think I think if you do those things, if, if you honor yourself and, and you you understand who you are, you understand what you want in a woman, and and you be transparent to yourself, and you and you don't really worry about the masses, I think that you will be a lot more successful in establishing fruitful and healthy relationships with not only the opposite sex, but just people in general and, and, and to just take more consideration into the connections that you build and the, the relationships that you allow yourself to be a part of. Awesome, bro. Like, awesome. Um, Therese? I mean, dang. <laughs> <laughs> He's a natural. He is a natural. He does this. Man, in all honesty, uh, everything that he said that can go female aspect as well. As a as a woman wanting to be in, in a relationship, or you're in a relationship and you're trying to make it work. First and foremost, you have to know and love yourself. First and facts. foremost. Big facts. Because you can't, you can't fix your lips to say, I love somebody else without loving yourself first. Because if you don't love yourself first, you're not going to be able to exude that love to anybody else. And nobody's going to be able to love you back. The way that you want to be loved or the way that you think that you deserve to be loved. It all starts with self-love. Um, and I think that is just so important. Mm-hmm. You have to love yourself first and foremost. Um, and once that you once you've gotten that understanding of loving yourself, know that you're enough. Know that you're enough, and it's okay. The person that you are may not be for that significant other or the person that you're trying to be in a relationship with and know that it's okay. It doesn't mean that you diminish yourself as a person or you're less than. It just means that that person may not be meant for you. You know, they say when when God made one, he made a whole bunch of others, and that goes both ways. Come on. But I mean, it's it's okay. Mm-hmm. It, it's okay. Don't don't beat yourself up because it didn't work out. It's okay. It, At the end of the day, come on, it's Trace. gonna be okay. That, <laughs> it's that, definitely gonna be okay. That's what I tell them. I I let them know. Like I have, we have three frat brothers getting married. And I told all three of them, no, bro, if it doesn't work out, it's okay. You're not a failure. She's not a failure either. Right, you're not it, a failure. It's I just didn't, I, I tell them, like, it just didn't work out, bro. I said, but don't beat yourself up. Let's let them out of failure. Yeah. Well, that, that, I, I, that, this is a whole other conversation, but see, we have to redefine how we see failure, too. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yes, exactly. Everybody thinks failure is a bad thing. Yeah, no, failure, failure. Not. You need failure it's to not. get better. I was Come on, honestly, you never I, really failed. Yeah, I was watching Bam. Come on, man. You just learned. I don't know if y'all know this dude. I was watching Bam Man Kevo. And like I watch him. He he's really inspirational. He oh, te- yeah, I know about him. Yeah. And he was talking about he was basically him and his friends was like 
he was telling people how to really make money. He said, like, yo, people pay me to learn about my mistakes and my failures so that so that they don't make the mistakes. So he said sometimes it is, he says most of the time, don't look at your failures as something bad. Look at it as like it's a learning lesson. And then I was looking at Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey was saying, and I think it was another guy, they said the exact same thing. They said, like, you know, a lot of investors, Warren, Warren Buffett won't even invest with you if you haven't failed in one of your past, like, endeavors. Because, because it, basically, how do you know, like, what to fix about yourself? How do you know what you did wrong? You know what I'm saying? Mike. So, <laughs> yo, like, yo, bro. Like, yo. Yeah, I'm telling you. Like, bro, we are gonna have to do this. We definitely, we definitely gonna have to do this again. We got to do a part. I promise you. When people, it's just these last two episodes has been so dope. And these people been giving. I know they're gonna like be be proud to see, happy to hear this. I just want to thank y'all. I just want to say, y'all, I'm really happy for y'all. I'm glad for what God has in store for y'all. I I am so so happy. That that he put y'all together. I really, really am. I really love y'all. Like for real. I look up to you all's relationship so that at one time I wanted something like y'all's. But you know, that's another story. Um Yeah, that's a whole nother story. And I just want to say I wish y'all nothing but the best. Um, Trees. Oh yeah. I am so happy, so so happy you did not hit the wall. I am so happy. <laughs> I am yeah. so happy you didn't hit the wall. I am. Yeah. You have no idea. Do you know you like a unicorn tree, right? Do you know that? Do you know you're like you're like a unicorn? You're like the rabbit foot that. <laughs> you You are like you are like the charm that never left Paul. Like you hear me? Like yo. <laughs> You are like the yeah, infinite. You are the you are the last Infinity Stone that Thanos had to catch. I just want to say that. <laughs> For real, like he couldn't snap his fingers without like, without you. Okay. Like yo, and shout out. Sincerely want to thank you both. Yeah, Come most definitely. Here. And we want to really, really thank all those who've been listening to our shows. We want to thank all the couples who are listening to our shows. We want to thank all the people that chimed yeah, in and said they enjoyed listening to us and how it helped them and it gave yeah, them a different perspective. Like we're just trying to help people, and we just we're not saying that yeah. we're experts, but we are we are saying that we've lived it, we've seen it, we've been around it. You're and life's first, man. You're yeah, life's we're life's first, man. First. So like real talk, me? um. I don't know if y'all have any like Twitter handles or social media handles. I doubt it. But Paul, you do have like Whoa, you, know, you know, you know I'm dark. <laughs> you dark, dark you web P. Now what are we gonna start calling don't you? Don't follow me on nothing. Dark web P. What's up, dark web P? If you want to see that boy on Call of Duty, though, yeah, no, hit him up with your hit him up with your PlayStation tag, bro. Oh yeah, I, I plug that. Oh yeah, people got skills. You know what I'm saying, P. W I L L G O T S K I L L Z. Come mess with me if you want to. It's cool. You got to sit in bars. Anybody, anybody <laughs> that wants to smoke. Listen, listen, smoke listen. Let me tell y'all, listen to something. Listen, let me tell y'all something. Don't believe that. 
<laughs> don't believe that. You gonna you gonna leave? You gonna leave with your feelings hurt? Going to hurt you. Like he is going to break he your soul. Going, like he is he, going to break your spirit. He's gonna step on your neck till you can't breathe. Like yo. <laughs> But, saying, but, know, cool. but definitely, Trees, we definitely, and Trees, I'm definitely going to have to, I'm working on this this project. I'm going to work on it with Monica and Trees and Ashley, and we're we going to do an all-girl all episode. We're not even going to be on it. And we would definitely like right. you back on the show, and we want you definitely back on it um, because we feel like women aren't being, black women aren't being understood and I feel like if we love them, we're supposed to understand them because love is the highest elevation of understanding. Uh, I like that. Ghostface like ghost Killer taught me that. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't, when you don't think you can learn something from Ghostface, he'll he'll put something on you be like, dang, Ghost, that's deep. <laughs> he was spitting on that 36 Right. Yeah, like, oh, wow. Wait, let me rewind that. But like, been terrible, man. These stories, Mario. Anything you want to leave off yeah. with? Uh, nah, man. I just want to say thank you to everybody. First of all, thank you, Paul and Trees. Thank you, everyone who has been on this series with us. All the guest people that we've had on this show. We just want to say from all three members of the podcast that you know, even though Devin ain't here, <laughs> uh, we we surely thank you all. We surely appreciate it. The ones who you know. Uh, came through with their promises. They said they were going to be on the show. They did the show. Thank you, especially. We want to thank the listeners. We want to thank everybody who is uh, following the page on Instagram, the PWK underscore podcast, everybody who's messing with the Facebook page, everybody who's listening to the show, whether it's every time we drop it or when it is that show convenience, man, we just want to say thank you, man. We appreciate all the love. And Most definitely, bro. And to all the females and all the males that have have lost their boyfriends and girlfriends after they they count they significant other has listened to this, um, I just want to say, like, yo, good riddance, my guy. She didn't need to be with you, and he didn't need to be with you either. Like for real, like, yo, if if I help break at least two relationships up, I've done my job, and I mean that with all sincerity. Like for real, like I I help. Ain't nothing wrong. With with ladies, ain't nothing wrong with your soulmate being thirty two cats. Right. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong. With that. Uh, yeah, we gon' like yo, bro. Like we gon' like listen. If if like when I when I talk to people and they they come to me with their problems, I say, "Have you talked about breaking up with them?" And they look at me crazy, like, "What?" I'm like, "Hey, that's an option." It seems to me yeah, like, yeah, I just need to. That seems like yeah, I just need to break up. Oh, you just. Then it then like no, and it's cheaper. And and I'm gonna say this, and we gonna we gonna sign off. I'm gonna say this because like real talk, this is just God honest truth. I'm happy Paul and Teresa is in a relationship, but this is the one key thing I want people to understand. Uh, and I know we did a whole series, but this is the biggest thing I want you to get from me. If you don't get nothing else, hey, it is okay to be single. Okay, listen, listen, mm-hmm. listen. Look, I don't have to answer to nobody. I can stay up however late I want. I can't. <laughs> I can't really. I'm a diabetic, so I can't eat really eat what I want. But you, you get the gist of it. You feel me? You, you, you get it. You know, there I can play. I can watch wrestling and all the video games I want to play. And I don't have to hear any 
nagging, 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 nagging. I'm sorry, Trees. I know sometimes you might say, well, Paul, don't you just think you need to, you know, sometimes I don't have to hear that. I do not. I don't. I don't have to hear. Don't you think? <laughs> what? No, it is. Okay. Anyway. It is. OK. <laughs> right. I can go with I do. That's. Oh, my God. Trees. Trees. Stop. You stop. You you go. You going to make these girls mad at you, Trees. Like, they're going to be like, I wish she would shut the hell up. Like, yo. <laughs> he, my, my, when my dude, when my dude listen to me, like, why, why you don't do what Trees does? I, I don't get it. <laughs> like, yo, did you just. Go ahead. <laughs> now they gonna listen to this I'm show. Sorry, I'm, I'm fucking up your outro. Ooh. No, no, you're not, bro. You are not you messing did. up my outro. I don't know if you've been listening to past episodes. Devin is very disrespectful. So, like, yo, you are not doing any disservice right now. But no, like, real talk. <laughs> uh, this is okay to be single. It is okay to be by yourself. It is okay to like be by yourself and figure things out, and and find yourself and know who you are. I thank God. I know. I'm taking this time out to know who I am. So, like, when I do meet somebody, I'm confident in knowing, like, hey, I deserve nice things, and I am a nice thing. So, like, real talk. Just want to thank y'all for partying with killers, killing everything that we do. We are out. Love y'all, man. Thank y'all for having us, man. You did. Gotta do this again.